When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, welcome. Morning, studio. Morning. So Lunchbox has called a flower delivery shop, right? Yeah, called the flower shop and wanted to order some flowers for my wife. And I wanted to see if she would write certain something on the card. Also, that's the joke. The joke is the card. It's not about the flowers. The flowers are, you know, they're the secondary. And what, what's the joke? What do you ask him to write? Uh, I want him to write the lyrics to Honky Tonk, but Donkey Donk. It's so hard to say that. Morris, this is speaking. How can I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I was just calling to try and get some flowers for my wife, and I was wondering, you know, how much would a dozen roses cost me? Uh, one dozen long stem roses arranged uh, sits at 100. Okay, and can you write this on the card for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready? It's so hard not to stare at that honky-tonk badonka-donk. <laughs> Do you have that? Can you repeat that? Um, I have. It's so hard not to stare at that honky-tonk. And then what was the last part? Badonka-donk. <laughs> badonka-donk. Okay. Keeping perfect rhythm, making you want to swing along. Swing along. Got it going on like Donkey Kong. And ooh-wee. And ooh-wee. Shut my mouth, slap your grandma. Honky-tonk, badonka-donk. And that's it. That's all I want on the card. Okay. Let me read it back to you. Okay. It's so hard not to stare at at that honky-tonk, badonka-donk. Keeping perfect rhythm, making them want to swing along. Got it going on like Donkey Kong. And ooh-wee, shut my mouth. Slap your grandma, honky tonk, badonk, donk. I mean, I think that's a compliment. <laughs> it definitely is. I agree with that one. <laughs> and what is your billing address? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can hear the phone ringing in the background. Like, her time was just wasted. They're busy. <laughs> so, how did you end the call? No, no, she asked for my address. I got nervous. I hung up. Oh, that oh. is you just hanging up. I just hung up. So you she walked her through all that. all that and you hung up? I walked her through all that and then she asked me for my address. Why did you get nervous? And I didn't know what to say because I'm like, oh, I don't really want to. 69 Badonkadonk Lane. <laughs>
Yeah, it's easy for you to think of now. Where were you when I was doing the call? You could have said that to me. And I just hung up. Can you imagine I just sit beside Lunchbox and feed him lines <laughs> oh, during a prank call? <laughs> funny, though. That's pretty funny. And here's a little honky-tonk bedonky-donk for you. It's so hard not to stare at that honky-tonk Okay, it's that time of the morning where we open up the mailbag. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been married for almost 11 years. And recently, I was sitting next to my wife and I see she has a DM on her Instagram. And notice it's a message that she sent to a male celebrity with two emojis that have hearts as eyes. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Yes, we all have that one celebrity that we find attractive. But my thinking is, if she can do this to a celebrity, what makes me think that she couldn't send something like this to a non-celebrity? <laughs> Am I overthinking this? Thank you. Signed, Anonymous. Amy, uh, be the wife. Like, okay. Tell me, why are you doing that? My first thing is that he's overthinking it. I feel like because you send it to a celebrity, that means it's like... Not real. It's it's just maybe the celebrity, does he? I don't know the contents of the DM. Was she reacting to something he posted? Because what if he posted a picture of him and his baby? And or she's puppy. like, yeah, oh, heart eyes, yeah. heart eyes. I mean, that means nothing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like until there's more substance here to get worked up about, don't, context. don't create or give yourself anxiety over something that doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is, as Morgan would say, a yellow flag. <laughs> It's not a red flag. Yeah. But it is a yellow flag to go, I wonder what this is. You can even ask her. You're sitting next to her. Hey, you just sent Ryan Gosling some hard eyes. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, because he'll never see it. And then you're like, do you mind if I send Dua Lipa some hard Yeah, I, You know, I don't know what the- she the say go for it. I don't know what the approach is. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but I would think as long as the message isn't, hey, if you're ever in town- Here's my cell phone. Oh, my. Yeah, that part a different. <laughs> That's different. And I'm kind of torn on this, and I'll tell you why. Um, I don't think this is something that should create a big fight because you don't know the context. Find out the context. It's your wife. You've been together 11 years. Yeah. You can ask her. Yeah. Um, no, by reading this email, I don't think it's a big deal. That being said, Amy made a point where people send messages to celebrities because it's not real. And I know how people think that. But I would tell you we are in an age now where it is easier to reach people. True. And they may be looking at those messages and they do feel very real, especially if you're mean. Like, I get some hateful, hateful messages where people just don't think I'm a real person. My wife gets hateful, hateful messages where people don't think she's a real person. Like, she is a literal human with emotions that when you, so, me too, and when you say something that is extremely cutting or personal, it sucks. And so I would also say this about getting into comments or fights with other people on Facebook. Just because they're far away and you really don't know them doesn't mean they're not real people. If, if we approached speaking to people on the internet like we do in real life, I think we wouldn't have a lot of that. Some of that says vile, man. Some, and I know that a lot of the people that are awful on the internet aren't awful in, human, uh, in like real human world. And that's what stinks. We should act online like we act in real life. At least a little more like that. Because it is, it is, it is tough. And I have, I have friends in the music industry, they get messages. And it's it's hard. It's really hard. Because people think, well, they're not real. They're not going to read this. Not. No, it sucks. It sucks. Um, but I don't think this is anything to worry about. Yeah. That's just my sidebar. Anything you'd like to say to that, Amy? Yeah. I mean, well, when you put it that way, yeah, the, yes, 
they are real and comments um, might be seen. But I think if she's throwing it out there to a celebrity she follows online, it could be completely harmless. And I give you permission. If anybody attacks me or my wife in the comments, attack them back. I give you full permission. (laughs) Go at them. Let them know. Fight fire with fire. That's what I say. Well, I've noticed, too, if I ever reply to something mean, whether it's an email or a comment, then they come back with, oh, my gosh, I'm... I I, I I listen to the show every day, big fan. And I'm like, wait, what? I hope you die. I want to hope you die. You're, you're ruining radio. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm just doing the show that, that I'm doing me. And they're like, oh, you read these? Oh, well, we do listen for an hour every morning. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, you just hoped I died. Yeah. You just hope I in a violent crash. And now we're cool. So anyway, we had dinner the next night. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> you all are friends now. Yeah. Um, nothing to worry about, buddy. You can even ask her about it. You've been married 11 years. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, place your bets. Who can name the most lead singers, Lunchbox or Amy? Oh, (laughs) Not known for their musical prowess. No. Not at all. Neither one of them. Mm. Eddie, who would you go with? Amy. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, Lunchbox um, knows nothing about music. I'm going to go with Lunchbox. Yeah! Oh, really? Because he knows nothing, but every once in a while... He just remembers an odd thing. What? what you I don't ever remember odd things. Sometimes. No, I, I think I have a way to fit. get there. Eddie, I, I bet you ten bucks. Okay. Ten dollars. Will you go ten? You're on. This is not a radio bet. This is not a bit. If you <laughs> I got want, cash. If you want the ten, okay. Do you want to go the ten? Ten dollars. I got ten on lunchbox. Let's go. Like We're, I don't think I would put money on me, but I'm offended you didn't. We're gonna play. For example, for example, this band here and a little bit of chicken fried. Oh, that's easy. It, the, the late, the, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach Brown. Okay. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Good. Okay. Man, that was really hard. Well, obviously, that's the example. Yeah, it's an example. Money's on the table. Let's go. Does anybody want to bet against me? Anyone? I'll give somebody else some some, some bets. Right. If you want to take Amy. You know what? No, not you. I'll bet against Amy. You two don't bet. Oh. You're playing the game. <laughs> nobody wants nobody wants this action. Yeah, come, on. Yeah. come on, guys. What, Scuba? I'll put 20 on Amy. Oh, oh let's go, Scuba. Okay, I'm in. Down. I'm in. Okay. Okay. I got a question though. Yeah. Are you gonna tell us the band, or we yeah, just have to hear the clip? The oh. But if I said Zach Brown band, you would have known that. Yeah, I got that. Okay, we'll come back <laughs> and play that game next. Okay, how many lead singers can you name? It's Amy against Lunchbox, and we have uh, some bets. I've taken Lunchbox, and Eddie and Scoop have bet money against me. Correct. Okay. So I'll play you uh, the band. I'll tell you who it is. Just name their lead singer. Write it down. There are seven of these. Come on, Amy. Okay, here we go. Number one. I don't want to be a one man This is Old Dominion. Great. He's up one to one to zero for sure. In. Oh, man. What is that guy's name? They come in all the time. Lunch. Yeah, but there's about 600 of them. There, that's true. Yeah, That's the problem. Five of I don't know. Well, if you can name any of the lead singers of the 600. It's good. Yeah. yeah. You can do it, buddy. A lot of chances uh, there. I don't think I'm going to get it. I know the drummer's name. What's that? Trip. No. Wit. Wit. <laughs> Trip is Lanko. Trip is Lanko. <laughs> okay. Dang it, see? You want to write something down? I did. Okay. Amy, what do you have? Matt Ramsey. Lunchbox, what do you Dang have? Dang it! Matt Newman! Oh. <laughs> Matt Newman. Matt Newman. Oh, dang, I'm in the hole. Okay. Well, it's like a, hey, it's a comeback story. Okay, come back for the story. ages. We're, this is going to be a movie on Disney Plus once you come back and win. <laughs> yep. I like it. I like Get it. Ready. Uh, here's the band. The name of the band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hmm. Oh, I know this one. I'm looking for their lead singer. 
Boom. Amy, you remember bringing on that one or it's tied up. Can you let her listen to the music, please? Yeah. Take me to the place I love. She was singing, too. So no singing as of I now. I was not singing. On the Old Dominion song, you were singing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Everybody in? Come yes. on, Amy. Amy? Dave Grohl. Lunchbox? Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis oh, is correct. Oh, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. <laughs> Where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? All tied they're, up. They're... Five to what, go. Is Dave on drums? I'm not telling you. No. I'm not telling you who's singing. Any other. <laughs> Amy, no. no. <laughs> Next up, this band. The name of the band is Weezer. Oh. Who's the lead singer of Weezer? Okay, no singing. I was the only one brave enough to bet on Lunchbox. You were. Yeah, you were. Hold on. I know who it is. It's, um. All right, that's time. Amy, I'm coming to you first. Who is it? I can't think of that guy that you obsessed over. Go ahead. It's like the other guy that looks like Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. It's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox to take the lead. Oh, Bobby, you say you look like him. People say you do, and I think his name is Rivers Cuomo. Correct. Yeah! Wow! Amy, you got to come strong. Okay. That's wow. unbelievable. It is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the next band. You may know them by the name of Nirvana. Amy? Kurt Cobain. Lunchbox? Kurt Cobain. All Boom. right. Okay. Yeah! Good, good, good. good. Recipes. Let's go. There are three more. Oh, come on. Lunchbox has a one-point lead. Next up, this band. I see a line of cars What? What is this? It's a little local band by the name of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> oh, no. Lunchbox is struggling, and Amy's got it. Come oh, on, no. Amy. Oh, no. You do have it? Does he? Yeah, I got it. Rolling Stones. That song is called Paint It Black. Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Go to a, him first. Let me go. That's the first name that popped in my head, so I wrote it. Come on, Lunchbox. You can do this. What's the answer? Mick Jagger. Amy? Mick Jagger. Yes! Yes! Okay. Oh, okay. my goodness! Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Two to go. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't get shocked. Freaking rivers. I don't even know what the Rolling Stones are. Like. I don't know what that guy looks like. No idea. That's the first name that popped in. Let's go. You know go with that gut. Like. He has a big mouth. Number six of seven. Here we go. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. The name of the band is Queen. Galileo, Galileo. They're both confused. (laughs) They're both confused. I know it. Lunchbox is sitting back in his seat, looking at the ceiling. Amy's staring at her paper. They're trying to name the lead singer of Queen. Amy, you better have this or the game is over because it just came to my head. It just came to the dome and I'm writing it big. I'm writing it big. Oh, there's a big win. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Okay, hold on. Okay, give her a letter. Calm down. What's that guy? Mr. Robot played him. That guy. Amy, write something down, please. You have five seconds. 
If you miss it, Lunchbox wins. I know, but I can't think of what that guy's... I just think of the actor. Okay, let's go over to Amy. Amy? Not in Really? Lunchbox for the win. If you get this for the win, and I collect $10 from Eddie and $20 from Scuba Steve. Bobby, when you first said it, I sat back in my chair and I had Remy Malik. And I was like, no, that is the actor, you idiot. What is that guy's name? And I sat here and I thought. And then I was like, he came out and said, I have AIDS. And the next day he died. And his name is Freddie Mercury. Wait, hold on. Freddie Mercury. Wait, say Freddie Mercury. Okay. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Correct. There yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Domination. Domination. And they stay there. And they stay there. Make it rain. Bring me that You can bring me the money now. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and give it to him. You go give it to him. Sorry, guys. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Nice work. Eddie, just give yours a lunchbox. He deserves it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Thank not you. you, Scuba. No, I'll take I'll take that <laughs> one. Yeah, baby. Oh, Scuba, why'd you do that? I'm so sorry. Thanks, Amy. Oh, nice job. I love it. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This couple in San Antonio, they got a divorce, and they told their son about it, who was four. He's now turned five, but they got him a teddy bear to cope with the divorce. They were like, hey, if you're feeling sad, this is the teddy bear to have. Keep it with you. You can hug the teddy bear. Teddy bear went to therapy. With It's just a thing. The teddy bear was always constant whenever they told him they were getting divorced and whenever they were going through it. Well, he lost the bear. The five-year-old took the bear with him everywhere, including a camping trip. And they were away from camp. Someone stole everything, including the bear. So he's like, where's, where's the bear? So the kid asked on a video, hey, anybody know where the bear is? So the mom posted the video on social media, and hundreds of people commented. They got 25 replacements sent in from across the country. They decided to donate all but one of them. And so there are all these kids now that have bears as well, plus the one that they have, all because people just saw it on social media. Wow. Here's a clip of the mom talking about the lesson her son learned. For every one bad person that there is in the world, there are 20, 30, 40 good people that want to see you smile. So we're glad he's got a bear, and we, we hope he's... Getting through it, okay. Love that that story. Love everybody who reached out and and helped that kid. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Amy, talk to me about texting and driving. Well, oh, I've always been really bad at it. I get distracted, I, and especially at lights or if a text comes in, I'm like, oh, okay, I can just check it real quick. But I always have my kids in my car, and my daughter, that sounds really bad, but my daughter's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always driving and texting my kids. No, yeah. it's not like if I'm going 70 yeah. down the highway, but. I know that I've been guilty of doing it and especially at lights and I get distracted and my daughter's almost 15 and she's going to start doing driver's ed. Next thing you know, she's going to be 16 and I don't want her getting distracted by text messages, even at lights. So trying to lead by example and I'm turning on that, that message you'll receive. Like if I'm driving and you text me, you'll get the message, you know, so I'm driving right now. I'll respond once I'm done or something. Yeah. So... So that's, you're just trying to stop. Let's. That's new let's me. Be, let's be honest here. You're just trying to stop texting and driving, so your daughter doesn't text. And yeah, drive. you have to lead by example. Mm-hmm. I can't expect her to do it if she's seen me do it. Mm-hmm. So this is me holding myself accountable, and then also showing her, like, hey, you're not the only one that has to, you know, stay off your phone when you're driving. What I do, because if you get in an accident and that phone is thrust forward and it's down by your feet, and let's say they have to jerk you out of a car, they know you're on your phone. Correct. So what I do is I put my phone in the passenger seat. Now, I will grab it at lights, and I'm all, I always get honked at. Like, I know I'm about to get about three honks a day because I won't go. I'll just be looking at my phone. Oh, hey, sorry, buddy. Throw my hand up. Uh, that happens quite often, and probably not legal. Um, and I don't text 
but occasionally I'll look over at a text, which I shouldn't do. I've gotten, I've cut back 80%, 80 to 85%, but I always put it in the passenger seat in case there's a wreck. Because when it happens, they'll be like, he sh- hey, at least he wasn't texting and driving. <laughs> always thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. And even if I was, I, I can picture now, if I get in a wreck, I have to throw what, it. <laughs> what, I, what I have to do is like break a rib to get down to it and throw it over on the other side. <laughs> so, but think about this and how important these texts aren't. Right. If for some reason you rear in someone because you were texting and driving, let's say nobody dies, nobody gets seriously hurt, but you just rear in someone, you're going to think to yourself, oh, so why was I texting and driving? I was so stupid. I'll never text and drive again. So just imagine that's already happened. Never text and drive again because you rear ended someone. That's going to be so awful because it's not worth it. And if it does happen, you will have that conversation with yourself. So just have that conversation now. Sure, go ahead and feel like you're rear-ended somebody without having to pay for it, without having anyone to be hurt, and never text and drive again. It's just not worth it. You could hit somebody walking across the street because you're not you're looking down. And you'd be like, why was I so stupid to text and drive while I was while I was driving the car? It, it isn't how many texts do we get are really that important anyway? Right. Also no. think about no, that. Let's play never. the numbers game. How many texts can't wait? Zero. Right, no text is that important. And then also, if it is an emergency, they could call you, right? Yes. Correct. That's really what's going to happen. So, and then I, if, and I've got my car hooked up or my phone hooked up to where I can answer it safely. Hello? I just have to, the, the hardest thing for me is not to look at scores while I'm driving. Scores of what? Games, especially when we got money. What other it. scores would it be? Yeah. How many scores of what would you, like scores of, hey, did you get the score? <laughs> Four drugs. Hey, are you scoring? Are you <laughs> settling a score? <laughs> Which which score? The job all is of them? Yeah. Any so score. every score. So all year long, you struggle with scores. Yeah. Because there's always something. Yes. Okay. Or rankings. Or yes. Okay. Yes. But I just have a conversation in my head that if I would have hit somebody, I'd go, God, why was I? Why was I? So so in my head, I've already hit somebody, and I've already had the conversation with myself. Like, oh, I don't want that to ever happen again. So I'm going to keep that from happening. It's not worth it. Don't text and drive. Amy, good job by you. Thanks. I like who you are. How do you set that up, Amy? It's like automatic response. Yeah, it's on, like yeah, it's right option there. on your phone. I'm going to do that too. Also on Instagram. You're going to do it too? Why yeah, not? join Why the not? club. Yeah. Sounds great. Let's do I'm it. I'm busy right now driving. I'll text you later. Eddie won't even be driving. <laughs> I just have it on all the time. <laughs> I was reading some comments from some listeners and they're like, we hate when people call in. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't agree or disagree. Sometimes I, I look at the phones and I'm like, oh, that might be interesting. And honest to God, sometimes it's not. And I pick up a call, and we're live, and I'm like, well, this call kind of sucks. And I give Ray the the fingers like to turn it down. (laughs) But sometimes it's awesome. And so the the general sentiment was we don't listen to hear other people call into the show. We listen because we want to hear you be funny or you be compelling or you be – and so I just have been kind of sitting with that for a couple days. That if listeners hate callers, no more callers. Listeners love callers. We put on more callers. I think in the end it comes down to me going, do I think this is going to be good and entertaining? And I will admit sometimes it is not. That is the uh, difficult part of live radio is that sometimes you put somebody on and sometimes they go rogue on Abby. They're like, hey, I'd like to call and I really have a positive story that I want to share. And they come on and they're talking about their pizza topping from last night. And we're like, yeah, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I like callers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it's a reminder. For us, oh, it's yay, a mix. It's listening. refreshing. But yeah. I'm just letting you guys know I'm I'm paying attention to what you're saying. Like, I'm picking up what you're putting down. And it's a it's a risky segment to do, but if there's something we do that you hate, let us know. Like, 17 years ago or something, before I was even on the show, I had an hour commute to work, and I would listen mm-hmm. to the Bobby Bone Show. And I called, when you refer to it as that. 
What? The bu- it was, you, though. I, know, I, know. I was a listener, <laughs> I and I called in. I know, yeah. And I got to work. patio places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do, y'all were like, where are the best places to eat in Austin? Mm-hmm. I told y'all. And I went to work, and I was so excited, and everyone was like, who are you? What? <laughs> what uh, show? <laughs> yeah, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoy talking to our listeners, but if you hate the callers, let me know. Um, if there's another segment, not just us talking. If you just hate us talking, we're probably not the show to listen to. <laughs> Can't but, do anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> but if there's like certain segments, you, you, maybe you do love hate, right? You can call and let us know. Mm. One you love, yeah. One you hate. In a kind way. Eh, maybe funny. Hey, you have to call it hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we have callers on that want to tell us. I said, hey, you can tell us. And I started off by going, tell us what you don't like. Because some callers said. Some people are saying they don't like callers. They're like, tell us what you don't like, because we'll, we'll work on that. We want to be a better show for you. I guess the irony here is I said, hey, people hate callers. Let's do a bit where callers call in. <laughs> yeah, and tell that's us pretty ironic. Yeah. Uh, it's like, Rayan. <laughs> Rachel in New York. Let's go talk to Rachel, who is standing by. What's happening, Rachel? Good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Oh, I love that. So I love all the different perspectives, like all the callers calling in from all over the place. Like I'm in upstate New York and we're not really a big country music area. So I'm a huge fan. I love listening to you guys every morning. I look forward to it. As soon as I get up, I have to turn the radio on and I listen to you while I'm getting ready for work, while I'm doing my work. And as soon as you guys go off the air, I'm kind of bummed, but I just love hearing all the different people talking about all their different lives and all their different thoughts on what you guys do and how you do it. But, you know, I, I may agree, I may disagree, but I always have a smile on my face. I appreciate that. Let's use that in the commercial. Hey, using the team. Mm, smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, I may think you're really stupid, but I always got a smile <laughs> on my face. Yeah, that's... Uh, Rachel, in, we put a little quote, Rachel in New York. Well, they're real idiots, and they really add nothing to the community, but they are. They put a smile on my face. Uh, Rachel, thank you. Really appreciate your call. Okay, thank you. All right, have a great day. I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at the screen, and they're all just want to talk about what they like. Oh, oh no I no thought that the requirement, though, to share what you I like know. is to share something you don't like. But, like, Tony in Missouri is on. Okay, well, I'm and sure I'll, he can say something. And I'll gra- Tony, I need you to fit something negative into this. Yeah. So, Tony, <laughs> all I see are likes. So give me something you love, something you don't. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for me, uh, I, so when we talk about love, like, I love all of the games that we play. I think if I had to go back and pick something I didn't like, it kind of revolved around. Uh, so, like, when we did, like, the, um, the, the football trivia against women, just kind of like the the battering by lunchbox of some of these different areas uh, can come off a, a bit bitter there. Bitter. But for the most part, like I absolutely love the games we play. I love that when a caller calls in, we know where they're from because it's like a connection from like all across the nation. It's like little old me is connected to somebody listening in Seattle. Tony. I swear to God. He's this, saying this is like, we. Uh, he's saying we. Yeah, but like, so. He's we, like, he's part of us. I love yeah, it. It's I the love great, that it's, too. It's the greatest company. Like, we do this. Very cool. Yeah. That's our goal is to, is to hopefully you feel like a we. It's amazing. Also, you would think we sent these people 10 bucks and Venmoed them to call and give us these calls. Tony's like, I love the positivity you bring in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we try to do, but it almost sounds like we put people up to saying this. Yeah. Well, and when they use the word we, I want other listeners to know he's not. He's a producer he's in the back room. He's not one of us. <laughs> he's like, hey, when I'm making the games in the back. <laughs> but it's awesome that he phrases it Yeah, that Tony, way. where in Missouri do you live? Uh, I live in Springfield. Man, just appreciate that call so much. And that is the greatest compliment. You consider yourself one of us because we consider you one of us. 
All right, have a good morning, and, and thanks for taking the time out of your day to give us a uh, call on the phones here. Absolutely. Have a great day. On a phone, Missy in Texas. Bobby, I just wanted to let you know my daughter, Abby, she has this podcast. She doesn't, I don't actually post it for her, just caveat there. Um, but her and her friend, every day after school, come home and they do a podcast. They're eight years old, they're in second grade, um, called Drama Talk. And they love to pretend that they're Bones. So she calls herself Abby Bones. And when they close off, they go, bye, just like you, Bobby. I say bye. You do? I feel like. I say a lot of stuff that I don't know I say sometimes. You guys are like, yeah, of course you do that. (laughs) Um, Bye. Would you like me to record like an intro to their podcast? We can email you and they can just play it on. Oh, that'd be great. She would love that. So it's called Drama Talk, right? And then it's just hosted by Abby. Abby and Maggie. Okay, Ray, can you give me some sort of music? We'll do it live here. Turn, uh, we'll turn that music down. Just build me up. We're just doing this on the fly here. (laughs) This is cool. Go ahead. Welcome to Drama Talk. Oh, it's the most dramatic talk all day, every day. With your hosts, Abby and Maggie. And now, let's get dramatic. Yay! Yay! Fade out. I love it. I love it. Okay. Stay on the phone. We actually post her podcast, guys. We know. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's for just them. for her to play in the room. <laughs> yeah. when, like, she has a real intro. So take this. Yep. We'll email it to you. Will you stay on the phone for a second? We'll get your email address. Definitely. Thank we'll, you. We'll send you that clip, and hopefully they like it. All right. Awesome. They're going to love it. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I love looking up strange laws from time to time, and they put out a list of the top strangest ones in the U.S. right now. And the first one, it's happened to me. And it's illegal, but it's illegal to surprise send a pizza delivery to someone's house. You moved because of that. Yeah. We still think it's Lunchbox. Do we? Did you ever? Yeah. What? (laughs) Amy Amy moved. Well, it was multiple pizzas for (laughs) multiple weeks in a row. And it just freaked me out. Amy moved. Because she thought somebody had her. And and my theory is, first, it was probably Tig and Daniel. Sure. Yeah. Or a Lunchbox. And I do not think it's Tig and Daniel anymore. I've talked to them on air and off. You They're, still think it's Lunchbox? Uh, hello. Have I, you talked to me well, off, right on air? Right now, you're not denying it very strongly. I'm, well, I, I, mean, I think it definitely could be Lunchbox, and now he's so embarrassed and ashamed of it. He'll never admit it. They'll never admit Amy moved homes because mm-hmm. she thought somebody yeah. was kind of half-stalking her. It's here under the law. This is actually in the state of Louisiana, so, um, but it's considered harassment. So That's if someone a, does a pretty that. tasty harassment, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in Arizona, it's illegal to let your donkey sleep in a bathtub. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. In Hawaii, Alaska, Maine, and Vermont, it's illegal to have billboards because it's an attempt to preserve scenic beauty. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually one that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then in Baltimore, it's illegal to do any sort of fortune telling. What about fortune cookies? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. The Maybe loophole. they can't have them. Mm-hmm. It made me think of like. You go and you buy a ticket into the house where they give you fortune, special fortune oh. cookies. <laughs> that's what I would do as the loophole. Yeah. Like my cousin told you when you were going to get engaged. Mm-hmm. She did your fortune. Yes, but she was on the phone and it was legal. Yeah. From another country. Not in Baltimore. Okay, yes. Sure. Okay, so because of work schedules and phones, American families are spending just 37 minutes of quality time together per day. And when I saw this, I was like, honestly, 
that per day, that seems like a lot per day. When you put together school, <laughs> um, the different activities that happen after school, then like trying to cook dinner, then getting ready for bed. Like it, I, we sat around the table last night trying to play a game and I think we got maybe 15, 20 minutes in, but that was our quality time for the day. And we that's us getting lucky. But I don't blame it all on phones. I don't think I had that much quality time as a kid. We had school, we had sports, we had eat dinner by yourself. You know, we didn't sit around the radio and play checkers. Yeah. So I think that's just something that happens with the family. It gets harder and harder to spend time together. I don't blame it on phones. I enjoy phones and I will fight for the phone. But exactly. <laughs> but I mean, when you're a dad, like you might be like, oh, okay, I'm still over here on my I think I would have been phone. that way regardless. Phones or not, I think the struggle would still be there. We're not spending enough quality time together. I mean, in the 80s, the 90s, there was always a let's have dinner as a family movement because they felt they weren't spending enough time because people were at the TV too much. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I want dinner on the table, but honestly, with all the things and like, I don't know how it's possible. I want to eat driving from, around. from my phone, my phone to feed me as I watch it. <laughs> I want to look at my phone and be fed. All right. What else? Well, Jake Gyllenhaal denies that Taylor Swift's song All Too Well is about him. He says that it's about Taylor's relationship with her fans, <laughs> which I don't know. It really feels like it's about Jake. I don't know. But um, he also said that he would really like her supporters to get it together. And she needs to take a certain level of responsibility and have them be civil and not cyberbully people because he got attacked after that video came out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get cyberbullied, so I don't want to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so be honest with you. I'm all yeah. good. Hey, I'm all, hey Swifties. A okay with me. We good. We good. We good. All right. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 17-year-old Luke moved from Brazil to Massachusetts, had no idea it was going to be that cold, so he didn't have a jacket, but luckily his high school had a donation program, so he got a jacket from them. He's wearing it one day, and he reaches in his pocket, and he says, what is this? A pair of Gucci watches, a diamond, an emerald bracelet, diamond? and what? two diamond rings. He's like, oh my what? gosh. He's like, a loose diamond? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And he looks at the jacket, and he says, there's nothing on here except the name Dave. He made some phone calls, called the donation place. They tracked down Dave. They found Dave and said, hey, we have your jacket. And there was some stuff in there. And Dave was so thankful. He's an older guy. He said, oh, my gosh, those rings. That was my wife's wedding ring and another ring she had. She just recently died. And the rest of the jewelry is my mother's. Thank you so much. Here's an audio. Here's audio of Dave (laughs) getting his jacket. It was the wedding ring I bought my wife. It meant the world that my daughter's got their mother's stuff back. Wow. Know, it sounds like a mobster to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> his accent? I'll be honest with you, man. I don't know. I think he's in. Oh, uh, it, it was my mom. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, it's the old saying, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know uh, Slick Polly told me. I mean, maybe my wife told me if I didn't get it back. <laughs> There's two d- dudes in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, he said. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we agree with them. <laughs> we loved his mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh, Dave, let's go swim with the fishies. I mean, he's a friend of ours. Hey, Dave got his stuff back. Yeah, we like that. We like that. <laughs> That's because his story's probably true. Yeah. But he did sound like John Gotti a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's Thursday, so... We do the morning corny, but we try to figure it out. We have 90 seconds to figure out Amy's morning corny and what we call the investigative corny. The morning corny. Why did the vegetable boat sink? Why did the vegetable boat sink? Okay. Carrots. Turn up. Peppers. Banana boat. Turn up. Turn turn up. Why did the vegetable boat sink? sink? Cauliflower. It broccoli. Let, let us. It let. Let us. Let us astray. It, it, okay, let's think about sinking things. Okay. The bottom of the sea, bottom of the lake. Kale. The vegetable salad. What are vegetables? why did the vegetable boat sink? Cucumber. Why? Right. Why do boats? Vegetable. Why do boats sink? I think there's something Anchor. we gotta we gotta turn into the vegetable. Anchovies. Why do boats sink? Uh, they tip over. Tip Pole. over. A crash. Overflow. Overflow. They sink if... Water chestnut. Wait. They, 
water chestnuts. I've heard of many boats <laughs> sinking. Crash. Why do vegetable boats sink? Sink. Why do boats? Okay, let me think about boats. I can't. Why no, do they run sink? out of gas? Uh, our flat bottom would 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 tip over. Sink if they're like the plug. We let the plug out. Okay. So if there was like a hole in the boat. Hey, what about squash? It got, got squashed. squashed. 15 seconds. Oh my gosh. I mean, got I, nothing, it's got to be something with how the boat goes down. I mean, well, yeah, because why did the vegetable boat sink? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be that big. Yeah. Tomato. Too heavy. Splat. Uh, we don't have it. We I have thought you would have this. You egg, 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 eggplant. Mm. Eggplanted. We're out of time. Bobby, you were so close. But they everything I said, they looked at me like I was stupid. With, they, what was he close not. with? You're what was so he close with? Okay, well, let's see. Pulling the plug out of the boat? No. I said the boat would, <laughs> how does our the boat flat sink? bottom would go down if you didn't plug it in the back. <laughs> That's also how you got rid of the water. <laughs> right, but how do you tie that to the vegetable? Okay, here we go. The morning corny. Why did the vegetable boat sink? Why? It was full of leaks. What are leeks? Yeah. What is a leek? L-E-E-K-S. That's Never the heard of that vegetable. Well, that's that's your problem. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> is it though? They have that at the grocery store. I wouldn't know a leek if it hit me in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think. Really? Now that you say that, I'm like, I assume that's a vegetable. Dang. But I don't think I would know. A, I don't even know what one looks like. Amy, that was too smart for us. Oh, okay. What family's a leek in? <laughs> a leek. Let me see. A leek. They have them at the grocery store and it looks like a big green onion, kind of. Oh, you know what? I think those are big green onions. <laughs> All right, this happened to Amy's quote-unquote friend. <laughs> My theory is she's her friend, but okay. What happened to your friend? Well, you know it didn't happen to me because, well, I have my car. Okay. So my friend went to eat, and as she's approaching the restaurant, she gets flagged down by the valet kind of early on. I guess in her mind, she's like, oh, I guess trying to get ahead of things here. Has on a jacket, gives her a ticket, and says, validate this inside the restaurant, and your parking's free. So she hands over her car and her keys and she goes into the restaurant. She tells the hostess she needs to validate the ticket. And the hostess says, we don't have valet. Oh. Oh. She goes back out and he's gone. What? <laughs> her car got stolen. She filed a police report and everything. Like, I, I, isn't, that, isn't that wild? It's crazy. That is crazy. That someone would wear a coat, be out, no mask on their face. Meaning, not a robbing mask. You're going to steal a car right in right in the middle of everything in front of a restaurant? Amy, I mean, was it, it a really nice car? Did like, she talk to the person? No, it was just a normal car. Stole it. Like, normal. And did they find it? Did they have it back? Not that I know of yet. How, Maybe they're going to get it back. How brave of that person, yeah. too. Well, you know, if this is either they this is their first time trying and they got super lucky, or it's worked before, and they're like, okay, and it's their thing. They wear a coat and they steal cars, but then because, what do you do with the car? I literally don't know. What do you do with Sell the it, strip it. Yeah. I mean, that's Take usually it, what they it do. It ends up in Mexico. Stripped. But who do you sell it to? Like, I need to know this stuff. Black market, man. But they how? Everyone says that. I but bet where? People how? Know. Yeah. People know they could call in and tell us either because they've done it or it's happened to them or imagine? they work in law enforcement. I still do it. <laughs> you trade it for drugs? Yeah. It happens. Or you use it in a crime? Yep. That you way they don't trace it to, it to uh, you. Pull an ATM down you the street. You guys are a little too knowledgeable about this. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard stories. Uh, yeah, I can't believe that actually happened. And I, after it happened, I was like researching. The, and this this is a thing that has happened too. So it's not, I know it seems like it's in a movie, but it's real. And so just what's to be the more, takeaway here? How, what, take how do we away, make ourselves less prone to being taken advantage of? Well, I felt like, okay, this could for sure happen to me, especially if I'm running late and the valet conveniently 
comes to me and I pull is up like, to my house and there's a guy with a bag. Hey, I'm oh. here. You're, oh, okay. Well, and, here. And tells me that if I validate the ticket, it's free. So I don't even consider not giving him because maybe I don't want to pay the 20 bucks or whatever it is. So I would say make sure there's a valet stand or like an umbrella. I don't know. Or just say. An umbrella. I, yeah, umbrella's the umbrella good. Really yeah. sells the, the umbrella is basically the blue check mark of Instagram. <laughs> if they have a an valet. umbrella, you know. That I know. I don't know. But just don't hand over your car and leave your keys in so quickly. Like make sure. Like, oh, you're the valet. Maybe or the stand. Pull yes, over and wait until you see people. I need to people. see your valet badge, please, sir. <laughs> please show it to me. Yeah. Or you see people like running. Well, I no, want to see you giving, bring. No, that means they're running from the police. I mean, no, I'm going to say I'm. I'm, I'm going to wait here till I see you pull around another car, <laughs> or something. By that point, I could have parked myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but thank Listen. you for the heads up that we just need to be more aware. Yes. And I cannot believe that happened to your friend. Why you is he driving a rental car today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big road rage guy, mostly because I know I, I mess up too, and so unless somebody's just doing it on purpose, and you don't really know that. I tend to not get too mad. Sometimes I freak out if someone almost hits me. But you ever watch somebody in your rear view and like you're stopped and you're they're coming a little too hot and you're oh, like, yeah. oh my God, here it comes. Oh yeah. And they stop just in time. <laughs> Freaking out the whole time. Oh, uh, like, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> and there's nowhere you can go because there's a car in front of you. And sometimes they go up on the side. Yeah. Most times that's not me. That's the person behind me. A couple times it's been me. Yeah, it's been me. Yeah. Yeah. So not a big road rage person. Eddie is, and I'll, we'll go back to him in a second. But in a video... The unidentified suspect is seen lashing out at a victim who goes by Amaro in a McDonald's parking lot in Richmond. So, a furious woman rams a mother of two's car outside of a McDonald's for cutting her off before running the woman over, too. Wow. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break the play down for you oh, here. Man. Uh, the suspect uh, cut in front of the person who was in the line. The suspect then started throwing items, including a water bottle, at the other car. Then she goes back inside of her vehicle and rams the car. Then the person who was in line gets out in front of the car and is like, hey, what's going on? I'm not letting you drive away from the scene. So then the suspect accelerates and runs over the person oh, with the front bumper. Oh. Wow. So gets mad that they got cut, starts throwing stuff, rams them, and then runs them over. The suspect then got out of the vehicle and punched the person mm. several times before driving away. Of course. But I'm- it doesn't just unidentified suspect. Surely they got to know who this is. Uh, from Daily Mail. That's all the things. Yeah. There's so much underlying anger there. Like, it really... Yeah, like what happened to them earlier in the day. Yeah, like she just has to... Or, like, she's carrying around something, and then road rage is where it comes out. I, in my... I think that's what road rage is. Underlying anger elsewhere in your life that presents itself in those circumstances, and you lose control. Eddie, as someone who suffers from road rage and at times yeah. does really dumb things, even with your kids in the car, mm-hmm. do you feel that? No, I disagree with that 100%. I'm having a great day. It's just when someone is driving recklessly or doing something that I feel, I turn, I go into a, what would you call it? Vigilante. Is it, what's it called? Why do you oh, say it's called vigilante? Now mode. he's saying it's vigilante. So, so like, I'll give you an example. Are you Batman? The other the day, Batman of the road? We're all driving on two lanes, right? And there's a car and I can see my rear view uh, late for work or something passing everyone left and right. And I'm like, oh, here he comes. And he starts passing me on the, on the turning lane to my left. So I act like, well, you know what? I need to turn too. So I block him. You mean to the right? 
on the left. You know, when you're driving, there's a turning lane. Oh, got the, it. You're not on the interstate. In the got middle. It. Yeah. So I get in the middle turning lane. I just stop right there and keep my left but blinker why? on. But why? But why? Because that could have created an accident too, worse no, than anything he was doing. He needs to slow down. He's okay. putting everyone no. in danger, and that's when I get in. See, I'm not even road rage. I'm trying to help everyone else. No, on the you road. get angry. That's an angry move. That's a, like a. You, it's underlying something. Underlying is that you don't know it's there. So I'm not surprised that Eddie disagreed with what I'm saying. It's because it's underlying. Huh. And to your point, Amy, when Eddie gets upset, he does go into his garage and just breaks things. Bones, I did that once. Mm. Maybe no, twice. you said you liked breaking You brooms. like breaking things Maybe and brooms. So yeah. there's something in you. Let's talk about it. We brought in a therapist. Uh-huh. Come oh. on in. No, Ooh, I'm just kidding. Eddie, Eddie looked at the door. Eddie, where is it? I mean, I thought about it. It's just like, it's just, I, I get in this mode where I feel like, you know, I can't do something about a situation. I get frustrated. What about when you screw up on the road? I have a lot of grace because I, I like if <laughs> I screw no, no, you just said well, no 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 what I'm saying is I never cut people off or doing like that there's accidental times where I have to cut someone off because I was spacing and oh my gosh I got to get in the right lane to, to exit and what if someone did to you the crap that you're doing to others yeah I, I would understand it okay hey, he's, like, he's like I give myself grace but how do you know the difference you can't roll down the window and be like hey what was your reason for doing that I would just say chill out okay just mind my own is what you're saying a wise man once said. Don't start no S, won't be no S. Oh. So let people do their thing, unless they're hurting somebody. You could cause an accident worse than they ever would. Yeah, trying to block someone no, no, from no, sl- weaving in and out. I slowed him down. I slowed him oh, down. Okay, okay, so now he's like proud of him. Everybody, when you start to feel road rage, just listen, think about how dumb Eddie sounds in this segment. They're probably like, I would have done the same thing. Eddie thinks he's a vigilante. You but, heard him. Vigilante. But, but people with it, they don't see it. It's almost like they're in denial. Like, listen to him. They don't see it, and they have to want to see it and want to. to yeah, the first step is acknowledgement. Bones, you know yeah. when like the Razorbacks lose. You, That's the only you time say? I feel rage. It's the only time I feel rage. I see red. If we lose a close game, I, I see red, and I hate everybody that ever had an association with the other school that just beat us for the whole life. I feel the same way when I see someone do something wrong on the road. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play you sounds from the 2000s. For example, if you hear this sound right here. What is that? Like a Nokia? That's it. Nokia ringtone. You would have got a point. Wow. Wow. I would have just said ringtone. That was my first phone. Nokia Nokia ringtone would have been the answer. Now I want to put Ashley on. Ashley, good morning. How are you? Oh my gosh. Good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. If you pick the right person, you will win this toaster. Wow. And a Beanie Baby from my collection. Wow. Oh my gosh. That was quite the day, huh? Okay, so you have three options here. You have Amy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello. Lunchbox. Man, I am ready to <laughs> toast up, your up? toast, girl. Lunchbox <laughs> or Eddie. <laughs> what up, what up? They will hear sounds <laughs> from the okay. 2000s. Like what? Amy. What? Whomever gets the most wins. And if you pick the right person, you also win. Okay, Ashley? Okay. Go ahead. Pick somebody. I'm going to go with Amy because I absolutely love Amy. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm uh, going to get you that you toast. You can win her that toast. I know. You burn your toast now. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. Write your answer down. Number one. <laughs> What is that from? Oh, that's great. Oh. What is that? Write your incredible. answer down. That is a famous sound from the 2000s. Right now, Eddie's struggling. Yeah, big time. Yeah, what happens when we play young people games? Eddie, what do you have? Band-Aid commercial. Oh. oh wow, he really that? didn't know. I thought he was just kind of joking. Lunchbox. Charlie bit my finger. Amy. Oh, Charlie bit me. Yes. 
That's Charlie Bit My Finger. Is that a YouTube video? A famous YouTube video a from viral. 2007. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, we all reenacted it and made our own video. Next up, name this sound from the 2000s. It's your primitive is It's your primitive is Everybody's writing it down. Eddie? Yeah, that's Missy Misdemeanor. Reverse it. <laughs> no? No good! Yeah. No good! Ah. Lunchbox. It's Missy Elliott. I need the name of the song. Oh, you need the name of the song. Yeah, you didn't hear me. I gave you five seconds. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Song. Yep. Oh, my milk sh- milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Boom. No good! <laughs> what? Amy. I have Missy Elliott flip it and reverse it. No good! Okay. Put your it's thing down, flip wor- it. It's working. Work it. Oh. Is it worth it? Let me it work, work it. it. I put my thing down, down, flip it, and reverse it. And then... Flip it and reverse it. Put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Well, close okay. enough. All right, Amy won Lunchbox 1, Eddie 0. I have... No, no, no. You have one. No, no, one. one. We've only done two. But I feel like I got that one Okay, so did I. I feel like I got it. I button fly, but it ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? What? What you Here we go. What? I don't know what he said. Number three. I said I feel like I have wings that will grow out of my butt and fly, but that ain't happening. Got it. Oh. Can you hit it again? <laughs> that sound is from 2001. Oh, that's the sounds like he's t- using the bathroom. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> that was tough. Uh, okay, Amy. 2001. Answer. I don't know. Blockbuster. Uh-uh. Lunchbox. Netflix. Eddie, to get back in this and tie it up. Please. Go. Please tell me I have this. Is this Windows Startup? Correct. Yeah! Number four of seven. Here we go. Okay. Lunchbox. Pokemon Go. Amy. Farm. Land. Farm. Farmville. Farm. Shoot, I called it Farmland. don't give it to her. I never played that. I can't give it to me. I wrote it down. What'd you write down? Farmland. Eddie? Nah, man. That's Angry Birds. Angry Birds it is. Yeah. There are. I never played that. Three remaining. Hey, I'm back. You're back. Eddie is now in the lead. <laughs> hey, Eddie, hey, I'm glad. Hey, I don't care as long as Amy don't win. We didn't get picked. Okay. So I'm a, it's whoever didn't that's, get picked. Oh, that's true. Next that's up. I am. Like five different things went through my head and changed as that went. You can only write one down. I know. Write your answers down, guys. I, I guess I was not alive in the 2000s. 2000s? That's it? The year this 2000. This wasn't in the yeah, 90s. The year 2000, no? Oh, my gosh. This wasn't. Lots of stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody in? <laughs> Amy? The Simpsons. The Simpsons? I know that's not right, but do you hear it in the beginning, though? No. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it. The Simpsons. But that's good. Just because you guys sang over it. No, no, but then it goes into keep playing dun, 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 it. Dun, dun, oh, we, we, hold on. We got to get the answer. Hold on. We're not going to play what it almost is. <laughs> Lunchbox. It's when the blizzard's rolling in. It's frozen. Incorrect. I know. But if you hear it in the beginning, play it. Eddie. Nah, man. That's the castle, and it's the beginning of Disney movies. Correct. Disney. But that's not just oh! in the 2000s, Disney. Though. It's when it started 2000. Disney's. Oh, that Disney started in nineteen. No, it's when that sound. I okay. should have just put Disney. Next up, Frozen. Don't hate, guys. What's that sound from? What is that? What? Sounds from the two thousands. Two thousand one is this? And I, this could have been me. 
What do you mean by that? That could have been me making that sound. It's not, it wasn't, but I'm saying that could have been me making that sound. Okay. Could have been you making that sound. Lunchbox? Typewriter. Amy? Duck calls. Eddie? Yeah, Budweiser commercial. It's the iPod wheel. The yeah, what? When the iPod oh, came out. Oh, yes. That's how I used to navigate on it. Yeah, that's the iPod oh, wheel. Struggling. I thought it was the, maybe 2000 was too early for, what's that show? Duck Dynasty. Yeah, that was a good guess, this. though. If you hear, I hear one. Familiar at all? Whoa. Huh? That definitely gives me that feeling of, oh yeah. Okay. Worth five points. All right. Everybody in? In, friends? I'm in. In. Yeah, I'm in for the win. Lunchbox. That's the Apple iPhone unveiling. Yeah! Amy? Nailed it! Amy? I just have Apple. The company. Uh, I need to talk to Mike and see what he thinks. Yeah, see, you gotta be more specific. You do? Eddie? Yeah, we've had that be specific. Because I don't think it's the phone, Eddie? it's the computer. Eddie? I mean, I have Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out of this. It's not Farmville. And the final question worth five points. Mike, are we gonna accept him? No, because it's Nintendo Wii. <laughs> oh, you're way off, dude. You're way off. <laughs> oh, this is depressing. <laughs> Eddie, you won. Oh, my God. She doesn't get the toast she got <gasps> Like I, the toast. Yeah, exactly. That's what the whole oh. joke. Dang, I feel so hey, bad. Hey, I'll actually no, see I feel, this time. I feel tow, terrible. Tow, 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 tow. Woo, woo. What a hater. He's Ashley, such a hater. you didn't win. Ashley, I'm so sorry. I, that's, I don't that's know. That's okay. We're sorry, no Ashley. No excuses. Ashley, next time you pick me? Yeah, Eddie wins most games. I mean. Mm, but I still could have. It's just a few. Yeah, there was a couple. You, of, you only got one point of the whole seven. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, got, you nailed that Nokia ringtone. Thought <laughs> you were. Uh, yeah, you I got were the losing. example. I got the example yeah. right. Okay. Ashley, I'm very sorry you didn't win. It's okay. okay. I, I'm just glad I got the call in. Hey, Ashley, you want to give anybody a shout out? Oh, I thought you were about to volunteer to buy her a toaster, Amy. I was like, <laughs> wow, you are crazy. <laughs> That'd have been real nice, of you, Amy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to give a, a shout out to my sister Bailey Hall. She's at work right now. I'm I was headed down to class right now, but she's actually the one who turned me on to y'all's show. I was a sophomore in high school when I started listening, and now I'm 20 and I'm going to my sophomore education class. Oh, that's awesome! Down here wow. in the Woodlands. So, well, thank you very much. You live near Houston, so we yeah. appreciate you listening and calling and and just uh, being one of our friends. So, thank you, and I hope you have a cool day. I don't know who says that a cool Thank day. Thank y'all. I don't know. I just did. I don't know. I was trying to relate to, to the kid. Now. I know. She's 20 and I'm like, hey, hey, cool hey, the kid. hey young human, I hope it's a cool day. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Oh, no. We just felt me get older in one single second. All right, Ashley, have a good day. Or a cool day. I should just start saying that now. Have, have a, a cool, cool day. day. <laughs> Such an idiot. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we have two different people on the show that reached out to me. Uh, first of all, Eddie, the second of all, Raymundo. And they both came to me with a similar story about Lunchbox. So Eddie's, about me? Yeah, Eddie's no, same story. They both brought the same thing, oh, but okay. different times. Let's hear it. Eddie said, Lunchbox is making the show look bad in public. That's, not, that's, that's from him. Ray said, went to lunch with Lunchbox and got a taste of LB's celebrity status. <laughs> that's funny. So they, they both have their version of the story. Uh, Eddie, I'll let you go first. Yes, we go to lunch. It's us three. And I mean, we walk in, we order our food. It's a pizza place. And then we sit down, we're talking, and the food comes. And, and not even the server, just the guy out of the kitchen who's delivering the food. He puts the pizza in front of Lunchbox, and Lunchbox looking at it, that's not my pizza. And the guy said, well, that's what you ordered, the sausage, pepperoni. He's like, that's not mine. I ordered the large. And it, the attitude was, the guy had no idea what to do. He's like, uh, uh, sir, look, here's the receipt. There's the size you ordered, the toppings. And he gets frustrated. Was he angry immediately? He start, Lunchbox started to turn red and said, I'm not eating that pizza. 
that's not what I ordered. And he pointed to me and Ray's pizza, which was the extra large one. He goes, that's the size I want. And I mean, he starts making a huge deal in this restaurant. Everyone can hear. Okay, so is that your story? Yes. Raymundo, I'd like for you to share your version of the story. What do you remember happening with the pizza? Yeah, lunch totally screwed up the size. It was like, it wasn't small, medium, and large. It was 16, 18, 24, and lunch just screwed up the numbers and said 16, which is actually a small. It sounds big. And so he ordered a small when he thought he ordered a large. So the guy brings the pizza out. Then how did Lunchbox treat the the, the guy from the kitchen? That's not my pizza. (laughs) I told you. I'm not exaggerating. But, he, no, but guys, realize that he turned his shoulder to him like, I'm not even looking at that pizza because it's not mine. Oh, you wouldn't even look at it. Correct. Look, here's what happened. I ordered, I, I went up to the counter and I said, oh, I don't know how what size that is, but that sounds too small. I'll take the larger pizza. And then I went and sat down. So when this guy comes up, I'm facing my left talking to everyone. He comes up on my right shoulder and he puts this tiny pizza there. Like, you know, you go to a... a that you ordered? Like a personal little... Yeah, like you go to a baseball but, game and you get you, that little box of pizza. It was that small. That you ordered? And I said, no, because I said the larger pizza. And Did you say it that way? Like yeah. exactly Say it mean. right now how you said it I there. I said, I don't know what size that number is. I said, but I'll take the larger one. At, at, which, the, at the counter. Yes, which is the bigger pizza of the two options. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to get the larger pizza. And it comes, and it's that small one you get at baseball games. And I just looked at it I, I, over my right shoulder and said, that's not my pizza. So you wouldn't look at the pizza? Because it's not my pizza. <laughs> Once you looked at it, and then it's like you bought it. Well, because I didn't want to see br- it, you I, buy it. I, I, I didn't want to <laughs> breathe on it and him be like, oh, sorry, sir, you breathed on it. You have to eat that pizza. Oh, because that happens. Because oh. you thought, you truly thought he accidentally brought someone I else's pizza. I truly thought he brought someone else's pizza. And he goes, aren't you order number 54? I was like, I, I don't know what number I am. Okay, well, no one else ordered pizza, so I said, fine, man, I'll just eat it. Whatever. You said it that way? Yeah. Exactly. Because I was so hungry that I ordered the larger pizza. They messed up my order because the girl at the front, she's too busy with her earbuds in her dang ears that she doesn't want to pay attention to the customers. Lunchbox is yelling at the sky right now. I mean, that's what's annoying about this is it's her fault because she had, did she have earbuds in? She had earbuds in. She had earbuds in. So obviously she's not paying attention to the customer. Did did she get your order right, Eddie? She got it to the T. It was perfect. Did she get Ray's order right? Uh, she got mine right, but she definitely didn't understand Eddie. Eddie got a free water because she didn't know he wanted a water, so Eddie just grabbed it from the Yeah, freezer. some sparkling water, so Eddie well, got a free water. That she, was like, <laughs> yeah. she was like, oh, just keep it. So she wasn't paying attention, so she screwed up, and so I was frustrated. When someone doesn't do their job, I'm mad. I didn't, and so yes, I jumped on the guy from the kitchen. Probably not his fault, but when you bring me the small pizza, when I order the larger pizza, I'm frustrated, and I'm frustrated now because I was so hungry. And Bones, that rant you just heard, he did that at the table. I, can, I thought, no. I thought that y'all were exaggerating, and no. that he would come on and sort of redeem himself in a way, but. He's confirmed, I think I've asked twice, that was the tone you were using? And he's like, yes. <laughs> so like, yes, you I have to let them know that you're frustrated. No, no you don't. You are can people be like, not allowed mis- to, to mess up? Or, did you, mess up, or did you mess up? He messed up. That's, I didn't mess up. He said, I'll take the larger one. But that that to me says nothing. That's To me, that says there are three sides. If there is a 16, I don't remember, 20 and a 22. You have to say 22. You, or, okay. Or I think the larger one's actually the middle. There's that one, the larger and the largest. Right. Take the larger the, no, one. No, this was a specialty pizza, so they had two sizes. Oh, dang for fruit. <laughs> it wasn't just a plain. Ah. No, no. You make it Are a little, you? No, wait. No. It was, there was like plain pepperoni, you know, had three sizes, but this had like pepperoni and sausage and something, so they only had two sizes. So, your honor, can I call a witness? Amy, go ahead. What are you going to ask? Well, I was going to ask if he was hungry right now. Is that why Sounds like it. <laughs> I'm like, why is he so Snickers, angry? Bro. Who's your witness? 
Oh, there's a bald guy in the back. Oh, Scuba? Yeah. Oh Scuba. Him in here? I'm busy. What do you want? Scuba, did I order the larger pizza or did the guy... <laughs> who screwed up? First off, he handled it the wrong way. I was sitting next to him. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, the ordering part happens all the time. It's yeah, you how, you treat, how you treat a person when they come <sighs> out who didn't mess it up. Exactly, yeah. The guy had nothing to do with it, and he's yelling at him. Okay, Plus, never mind. I don't want this witness because well, I thought yeah, he was going to bang me. I, I, I thought no, he was going to come might, here and defend he me. Might. Hold on. Orders get messed up all the time, but go ahead. I was getting to my point here. Yes, and plus you're messing with food. I never want to mess with my food because I get spitting it, whatever. But in, but he was 100% correct. When we initially ordered, he did say he wanted a larger one, which was size 18 or whatever it was. She just was not paying attention at all because I had the same issue. Thank she, you! She wasn't listening to anything yeah, but, I had to say about But I don't think our it. beef is really that you ordered wrong. Oh. Ours is really how you treated somebody. Like yeah. when someone comes and brings you it and you just turn away from them, you're like, not my pizza. That's not mine. I won't look at it because I heard the rule, you breathe it, you bite, so... I will refuse <laughs> to turn my chair around. Yeah, it's just yeah, like it's you just work on. It's just treating the person like a human. Whatever. I mean, what did you learn from this lunchbox? Really, what did you learn from this segment? Hey, ma'am, can you take your headphones out so I can order oh, okay. my pizza? Oh boy! All right, that wasn't really the message, but okay, maybe that's what you learned to make I mean, sure they don't confuse you. Yeah. Is your wife embarrassed? She wasn't there. But I'm well. Clearly, this isn't the first time you behaved this way. Clearly. No, I mean, she's not embarrassed. Were you guys embarrassed if he's acting this way, honestly? Yes, so embarrassed, I dude. Scuba, you were too? Oh, I was, yeah, it was very embarrassing. Like, you can't treat people that way. It was really, and if you are a celebrity, now they know you as this jerk. No, because when but you good are for a, you, you're not, so yeah. they don't. <laughs> so, hey, at least you won that one. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had to remember everybody's phone numbers. It's something that kids don't have to do anymore. But when I was a kid, if I wanted to call my buddies, and I still have a lot of those numbers memorized from when I was nine years old. Wow. Yeah. You do? Most, if not all. Huh. I could call my friend Evan's home right now. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could not. So, because we didn't have cell phones, and there wasn't a way to store a number. Unless you had like a speed dial on your touch tone, which is what they used to be called. <laughs> mm -hmm. You definitely didn't have the number stored. So if you're upper 30s, 40 and over, there was a day when you had to remember a phone number to actually call it. But now cell phones have made that pretty obsolete where you don't have to remember anybody's number ever. Like think about what numbers you've learned in the past 10 years that you have to actually had to learn. Amy, do you have any? I mean, like a few. Um, like Like what? mine when I get a new cell phone okay, number. But let's eliminate <laughs> like that's ours. That's hard. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's always hard now. Um, I, no, I haven't. There's nothing I can wow. think of that I have had. Like, even my daughter now has a cell phone. I don't know the number. I don't know Kaylin's cell phone number. I should know it. Well, you should get that. It's almost like I have <laughs> GPS in my car. I don't know how to get anywhere because I just get in and go, boop, push right. the button and go. Oh, that's true. So what's happening is technology is making things so easy that if it does regress a bit, we're all going to be dum-dums and mm -hmm. not know how to do anything. And Eddie. memorizing is so good for our brains, and we hardly have to do it anymore. Had to remember any numbers? I just recently learned my wife's number because I had to. I'm like, all right, I've gone years not knowing this, so I finally know it. But my son has a phone, too. Like, I don't know that number. Mm. I'm with Amy. In a new poll, people were asked how many phone numbers they had memorized, other than their own. That didn't count. 31% of people said zero. I'm surprised it's not higher than that because I don't know any. Well, I have my husband's memorized, but he's had it since 2000. And or something. I, I don't know, that's pretty good. I know lunchboxes because we used to give it up <laughs> on the air. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Two we had a whole uh, <laughs> big voice guy going, 210. Okay. It just went on. <laughs> what else did the uh, voice guy say? And then it was if lunchbox did something to be punished, we would just hit the button. And it was his legitimate <laughs> cell phone number. And he would get calls day and night. Mm-hmm. 
Early in the morning, late awful. at night. It would ring 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's never stopped. Same number? Same number. Do some people still call you? I still get texts. Hey, man, EML, just wanted to see how you're doing. Uh. Which EML was the term we used for our early morning listeners <laughs> 10 years ago? Yep. Hilarious. Uh, 38% said they had two. 19% said they know up to five. Wow. Those, those little Einsteins. And then only 1% of people said they know more than 10 phone numbers. Like, why, why are you memorizing phone numbers? Now I'm suspicious. <laughs> it's gone the other way. I'm like, what are you up to over there? But back in the day, and I don't think Morgan ever lived in this time where you had to memorize everybody's phone numbers. No, we had, like, caller ID, so, and then we had cell phones. That was about all we had. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I'm not even 30. I mean, I, I do remember my mom and dad's because I had to in case I was at school and got in trouble. But yeah, besides same. that, that was it. Yeah, st- still me I know now. I <laughs> yeah, still me now. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Toronto, Canada. Police got reports of some drug dealing going on at a house, so they show up, knock on the door, talk to the two guys, like, no, nah, man, not us. But they can see the drugs on the table, a lot oh, of cash. No. Not and us. they're like, no, no, man, we were just, we were using those. But then there was a note next to it that said, how to become a good drug dealer, and it had an <laughs> itemized list on what no. they needed to do. Oh, no. I mean, they have drug dealing for dummies out, too. <laughs> they were organized, you know, wow. they had a list going. They're like, nah, nah, not us. Someone walks up and buys it from them, right with a con- No, no, still, not us. This is our cousin. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. We are going home, but thank you for listening. You can catch up on everything. Just search Bobby Bones Show on demand on iHeartRadio. Search Bobby Bones Show on iTunes. You can listen to the whole thing. Listen to the Bobbycast, a show I do for my house. Just search that, too. All that. Thanks for being here. We would not be able to pay our mortgages or eat our meals without you listening. Right, Amy? That's right. We appreciate you. Thank you. We'll see you soon. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.